0: All right, this is Greg with the Final Percent Podcast, and as you can see, I have a guest today. This is Rocio Perez. Yes. G- close enough, right? Close enough. All right, close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, she is uh, She's an acquaintance that is becoming a friend that I met through our mutual friend, Brian Watson, who's going to be on an upcoming episode. I think uh, he's coming in next Monday, and we... Operate in similar spaces in coaching, leadership, training, and I. to be honest with you, when I first met you, I, I hear a lot of people who are in that space, and it was so refreshing to hear some of your views on how you make an impact in this space and what you do, how you go about it, um, obviously a very compelling story. And we quickly hit it off at the last, I think it was called the Influencers Luncheon. It
1: was. Or it was Brian's monthly Influencers Lunch. Yep. And here, let's get this guy closer to you. Oh, all right. And
0: okay. uh, so... Um, So it was really refreshing hearing what you've got going on. She has a book that we're going to talk a little bit about. This is Unstoppable, Seven Steps to Becoming a More Intentional Leader. Um, And one of the things that we had talked about is one, and I always put people on the spot and uh, she without uh, missing a beat, she knocked it out of the park and I said, okay, so if you've got leadership training, what are your top three things that you had, um, uh, that you try to teach. And I want to I wanna dive into, and I'm going to let you say it just because it's, it's a phrase I've actually never heard before. And I think it is great. Um, so your number one thing that you try to teach people, what is it? And tell us a little bit about it.
1: It's auto leadership. And that's the ability to be able to lead ourselves individually. I know where I'm going. Nobody's here to come rescue me. Mm-hmm. There's no coach knocking on my door. There's no mentor. Mom and dad are not here. Yeah. And it just doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of the day, I must be responsible for my own for development yep. to the extent yep. to every, from here to here and everywhere in between. And that's leading myself every yeah. step of the way.
0: Auto leadership. Uh, you you heard it here first and if you've heard it somewhere else just just so you know they heard it from her i'm just going to yes, put it out there
1: because I'm, i was the one who coined the I'm, term <laughs> i'm put, i'm putting it
0: out there cuz i i love that so much of our society um i recently learned about this thing called the victim uh or not the victim the drama triangle and it says that the first part of the drama triangle is victim. That's where you think you're not good enough, you think your genetics aren't good enough, your family's not good enough. you you've got this really victim mindset. The other uh, thing is the villain mindset. You always there's a villain in your life, and they're the reason why I'm not successful, or that is the reason. and it's this external thing. So internal versus external. And one of the things that really surprised me, is at the top of the drama triangle, which is still just as dramatic, is the hero mentality. Because mm-hmm. think about it, when, when is the last time that you have watched a superhero film and there wasn't a bunch of drama? Do they save the city in time? Do, when the person is falling off the building, does Superman get there in time? And so much of us go through trying to save other people. And they, we play the, the hero, because usually when you transition out of victim versus villain, you go up to, so the hero. to the hero. And a lot of people don't realize that's just as dramatic. And one of the things when we were kind of doing the pre-interview that you had told me is you had coached kind of all your life, and you're helping so many pe- people be successful, and you started realizing, hey, wait a minute, I, I kind of forgot about myself and it's probably because you were in the hero uh, mentality, but now you're kind of transforming and transcending, and you've got so many, so many new things that we're going to talk about. But uh, I'd like to t- kind of talk about when this mental shift happened for you so that we can understand where you are, um, not, not only where you're going, but w- what kind of started all of this?
1: Uh, one of the greatest gifts in the world. And that was actually, on top of the world, 33, the car, the house, the kid, the education, the business, the life. I was an empty nester at oh, wow. 33.
0: Which There's a says, lot of people who wish they could be that.
1: Right, I know. <laughs> I think a lot of my friends at 33, they were just considering getting married. Mm. And here I was, and as I, the eve of my 34th birthday, I'm in the emergency room to only find out that I had a brain tumor.
0: A brain tumor.
1: A brain tumor. So what that looked like, I celebrated my birthday that weekend. Yeah. Pulling it off. <laughs> like I couldn't even stand up that <laughs> night. I got up at 1 30 in the morning. And if it wasn't for a friend who spent the night that mm. I didn't even know, because I, I passed out mm. waking up screaming, I thought somebody stabbed me. Mm. Couldn't maintain my balance to save my life and just saying, what do I do now? Fast forward days later, I'm um, find out I had a brain tumor. And the following day, the most important thing was, where do I go? Like, mm. what do I, this is the first day of my life. And letting go of everything that I knew and everything that I thought the way it's supposed to be this way. Mm. So that took me on a very amazing journey and that journey of discovering I haven't lived. Mm. I've been unstoppable to the nth degree. I've done it. I've been in places and done things that most people wouldn't see themselves doing. Mm. You know, how do you go from being a 12-year-old runaway? Yeah. Well, we talked about this yeah, earlier. that's crazy. To becoming pregnant at 14, mama by 15, divorcing my parents at the age of 15 so that I can go to university. And here I was, this was the most difficult moment. Because that moment I discovered I had not lived. And what does that mean? And then that amazing journey woke me up to, have I developed myself? Mm. To the degree, yes, academically, wow. I was a bookworm. And all of a sudden, here I am. I hadn't developed myself. The people that I was helping were having extraordinary success in the areas that I wanted. Yeah. Yes, I was having success. Yet it wasn't where I wanted it.
0: Oh, man. Well, and so a couple points I want to bring up that I think is is important for everybody to think about is we we talk so often when you're going through life. It's not how you shouldn't react to things. You should respond to things. And Steve Jobs is famous for saying that one of the best things that ever happened to him when he first got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer is that he knew he was going to die someday. And he knew that he hadn't made the difference in the world that he wanted to make. And I think it's a really interesting thing right now where you can find these emerging leaders and world changers and thought leaders who get faced with seemingly catastrophic events, but it's Something that opens their eyes and realizing their mortality. Because I, I say all the time, look, you're not going to get out of this world alive, so you might as well have fun while you're here. You might as well make a difference, do things that you want to do. I always say, hey, the secret to life is having fun. If you're not having fun, you've got to change some stuff that you do. And I think it's amazing that you can go through something as crazy as a brain tumor and turn that into a real milestone slash pivot point in your life. And... I think that that kind of story we were actually talking earlier uh, when she got here is I'm kind of sick of the I've overcome so much stories um, because it it's always like gets harder and harder and harder and harder and harder and they don't really recognize how beautiful life is and how much of a a blessing that life is until sometimes it's even too late, but certainly not as fast as you did. And I think that if we can start... Responding—that's that key word. Responding to these eye-opening experiences. One of the things that um, uh, also, it, when she when she was telling me about this, I, I wrote a bunch of uh, words down. She's unbelievably interesting, but she didn't uh, call the the brain tumor uh, a risky thing or oh my god thing or this. She called it an opportunity. Come on,
1: that. it it was an opportunity at (laughs) the end of the day it's like how do you look at life and in that process people are looking at the dark side of it yeah i'm looking at i'm excited about what i can create now i'm living on intention
0: yeah so that's your number two thing that you had brought up is an intentional leader now explain that a little bit more give us a, a synopsis and if you want to learn more about this, go to the book. The book, uh, Seven Steps. Wait, what is this? Seven Steps, Un- Seven Steps to Unstoppable
1: Book.com.
0: See, I'm, everyone knows I'm dyslexic, so me reading <laughs> stuff on the air is, is going to turn out like that. But Seven Steps to Unstoppable <laughs> um, And then another really exciting thing is you have a membership site that is coming out and is going live on Friday. Um so if you are interested in that uh, I would really encourage everybody to go check that out cuz I think that that um just with what she's gone through and uh you guys have always heard me say hey you're you're one conversation away from changing your life and i really invite you engage with her brand go to her website and have and i she's one of the most open book people no pun intended by her book um (laughs) but uh, she's one of the most open book people that you can find so i'm sure she would have a conversation with you and like i said hey you're one conversation away from changing your life people like this change lives and so um Uh, Let's just let's get back into what is an intentional leader to
1: me an intentional leader is like I know where I want to go Mm -hmm. And I hold that roadmap no matter what so one of the steps inside my book is That part how do you be more intentional? Where do you hold the roadmap? I didn't get to where I was at because there was no roadmap. Yeah, I actually had a roadmap. I had a plan I didn't know how to get there yeah. <laughs> yeah, my roadmap was in there. I created it. When you start looking here at chapter ten, step number five oh, out of the awesome. seven steps, you start looking at creating your own roadmap to leadership. I knew where I wanted to go. So yeah. really knowing where you want to go, how you're going to get there doesn't matter. Yeah, you will find mentors and people along the way. You just must be very intentional. Yes, and just like we're very intentional in leading ourselves, we must be intentional in leading others.
0: Exactly. Who right. is
1: this person? So that's where empathy and compassion and connection and really co-creating something with the other individual. Mm-hmm. And you do this extraordinarily. Oh, I've seen you. you in action. I'm like, <laughs> wow, this is, this is a person that is worth becoming.
0: Ah, I appreciate and it's that.
1: extraordinary to see that in action where you know where this person's going. You know what their goals are and you know how to get them. That's so awesome. an extraordinary leader is seen beyond where that person is. Is Going and put it in right there.
0: All right, so we're gonna do the good book test I'm just gonna flip through this and read a little bit (laughs) of whatever we get to All right Select three categories from the balance wheel where you okay, so this is already amazing It's a workbook as well so that you can actually write things down select three categories from the balance wheel where you rate yourself as underperforming reflect on the score that you gave yourself describe what you're doing well in the three areas come on like you have an actual workbook so that you can be dare i say intentional on your development and things like this i'm a huge fan of writing stuff down workbooks because i i have so many thoughts and my brain goes so fast if i don't have something to write them down i will think i'll be like oh that was a great thought that was an epiphany moment yes. and then when i didn't write stuff down i'd go wait wh- whoa, that what was, was such it? a good idea so having a great book where you are also writing stuff down it gives you an opportunity hey from this i don't even know what the balance wheel is yet she, we i traded her one of my pieces of merchandise this this beautiful coffee mug <laughs> for uh for a book and i'll go through it um but i love being able to go through a book and actually write stuff down so that it can help you develop and i'll tell you right now writing stuff down. Is one of the best ways to actually remember it and apply it so it's
1: beautiful and one of the great things about this book among many things is that you can go through this book a hundred times greg and, and you're going to find something new because it's about you and it's auto reflection one of the things i learned as a very young mother was I had to have my son reflect, help yeah, him reflect on exactly. what's going on in your life, because he, if he doesn't understand it, if he didn't understand it in that given point in time, he was never going to have a foundation on how to reflect, is this a good decision, bad decision? What is the impact? Yeah, what oh. is my impact of my decision in this moment, and how did I get me here? Yeah. And it's about where do we get ourselves? It, we just didn't get ourselves here
0: exactly, by right. itself.
1: There was That's so good something happened and if we can't reflect and learn from that experience, then there's no intentionality
0: So one of the things that I want to just point out uh, guys, if you listen to me um, a lot, you know that I am big on the language used and I think and I, I did a whole podcast on why we need to replace the word influence with impact and notice how many times she just said impact. And one of the things that I wanna do is, and I'll have her back on and we'll develop this concept, is reflect for real impact. Because she said, I wanna reflect, how am I impacting? What am I impacting? And how can I impact more? That's an incredible, that's an incredible incredibly powerful tool that she just said. And this is why it's great to talk to other thought leaders because she, that's just her language, that's how she talks to herself, that's how she talks to other people, and one of the things I'm big on is how you talk to you is vastly more important than how I talk to you. And one of the things that I had, had told her in, when, in my coaching practice, I said, look, I am going to be drastically less committed to your goals than you are because we do not need both of us going down the the mental spiral of going down. We need someone who's going to be able to pull us out. And one of the things that she's doing is she's talking to herself in the same way that I would talk to myself. So she needs a different kind of coach. And this goes back to the performance versus development. There's certain things that I'm gonna to talk to her about and we can talk about, hey, we're gonna go perform a speech, perform a seminar, perform a conference at a very high level, transformational, help people out. Whereas other people who are just trying to get into this game, they are in development mode and you need to know that that's okay. You you have to develop your connection skills, your spe- speaking skills, your interview skills. You have to develop. And when you're in development, that's okay. I, I coached this uh, medical doctor, and I asked her, I said, do you know more about being a doctor than I do? And she said, yes, I do. And I said, therefore, if I picked up a book on how to be a doctor, I'm immediately in development. Whereas if she picks up a book on being a doctor, she's in performance. And so this is just something that I want to to emphasize here when we're talking to other impactors that they are performing at a high level to help you develop. And sometimes when we get people like this coming together, we can go perform at a high level. We're going to be able to talk about things. We're going to get into her company that is five years old, and we're going to talk about how she developed it and now how it's performing. And so I just, I want to keep hammering home because so many people listen to podcasts and they listen to audible and they, and they just want to go be able to perform it like Tim Ferriss 4 hour work week. I can't tell you how many people mm-hmm. I've talked to who just want to go perform a 4 hour work week. No, that is something that gets developed and it's okay that it takes you time, right? Right. And so she has a company uh Inventiva company it's leadership training she does a lot of speaking she's and guys this is international best-selling so i'm i'm telling you it's there's proven form formulas in here um anybody who knows my podcast um anything that i'm passionate about i'm going to sell you i want you to buy i want you to support her and i want you to support yourself so Um, I don't mind telling you, hey, you need to get things like this. I mean, how much does this book cost? It's $25. $25. If you find one thing in there that can make your life 1% better, it's worth a 1,000 times the price of admission. Um, I'm one of those people who will buy any book based on any kind of recommendation. So I'm telling you guys, go get the book. It's worth its weight in gold. I'm telling you, I'll go through it, and then I'll have you back on, and I'll, I'll talk to you, and we'll really deconstruct the book so that um we can help you guys understand get excited about it um and then we just talked about how she's going to do an audio version don't worry for all those dyslexic people like me but i tell you it's not it's not the craziest longest book it's 107 pages if you can't get through that then you know what you need to get more serious on your personal development um but uh inventiva is something that was born five years ago and tell me a little bit about how what why uh, what you, so five years ago it was it was a it was a thought. now it's a real thing. Tell me what why you started it five years ago, what it is right now, and where it's going to be in five years.
1: That's wonderful. Those are all great five year questions. I love it. How it started it was actually it started from that brain tumor. I figured out I want it to be an impact. I want it to work with people. I wanted people to not look at their life at the end of their life, like I was looking potentially right Mm -hmm. in that moment. That was a moment of decision. Yeah. To live full out. What does it look like to transform your life, to transform your environment, to transform your family, your community, the world at the end of the day? That's awesome. By living full out. We all came here with different gifts. Yeah. I'm not going to put somebody who doesn't belong on a stage on a stage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because they don't belong on a stage. Yeah, Our gift is that gift of, Communication. Exactly right. To be able to touch, move, and inspire individuals in only ways that we know how, mm-hmm. because that's our gift. And that's where it was born. Mm-hmm. And where it's transformed into this extraordinary leadership company mm. that is doing just that. We provide coaching, we do transformational coaching, individual, group coaching. Awesome. We're also. We're helping people get off that hamster wheel. Because oh, that's not only that's are a they a, a hamster wheel, yeah. it, they're stuck in the mud. That wheel is stuck in the mud and let's add another level into it. It's pitch dark.
0: Oh, man.
1: That's <laughs> so we, we can't even see where we're at and how to get out of
0: that. So some people, because it's so pitch dark, they don't even realize they're on a hamster wheel.
1: They don't even know they're on a hamster wheel. And they oh, don't even man. know they're, they're stuck in the mud.
0: Okay, so this actually brings in, we'll get back to where she's going in five years. But I promised you guys three things on the leadership coaching. So being in the dark... Her third thing that she talks about is what kind of leadership? It is the awareness leadership. Dare I say a flashlight to help you understand flashlight. things. Flashlight,
1: here we go. Flashlight, just like the flashlight that I had to put on my life yeah. after coaching thousands of people yeah. and say, okay, what's really going on
0: here? Yeah.
1: Why am I doing what I'm doing and why am I getting the results that I'm getting? That whole auto-reflection. Yes. Here we go, auto-reflection. Yeah. You know, something extraordinary, right? Yeah. When we're looking at ourselves, I was looking at myself and saying no wonder Here, yeah here's like step 120 yeah. vulnerability moments yeah and that was I wanted to be in an extraordinary relationship okay and yet I wasn't willing to open myself up for love
0: oh, how man. is that possible yeah. how can I want something exactly right so bad exactly and not have it and and not because be I was will- not willing to exactly you have to you have to be able to change yourself to get what you want. Exactly. If you want something you've never had, you have to be willing to do something you've never done. Um, so awareness. Maybe turn on the lights. Turn uh, on oh, the crap, lights. Oh, crap, I'm on a ham- hamster wheel. And, and check this out. If you're on a hamster wheel, usually it really is just a decision to get off the dang wheel. So um, where is what are, what are, so we're doing a membership site. Where are we going in, in, in five years with the Inventiva? It's global impact. Awesome. It is global impact
1: through programs where we have programs from Millennials to Boomers. Okay. People that are looking to make an impact. Oh, that's Part great. of our brand is being unstoppable, that next-gen leader, that next-gen. We want to be better than that former yeah. <laughs> right yeah. generation. We want to make an impact. Every generation wants to make an impact. Absolutely. How do we do that
0: exactly. with
1: not only through our words, through our actions? Yes. It is who we are being in that moment yeah. as that person and what does that look like yeah. for me, from a world perspective? I want my children's 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 lives to be even better because I existed.
0: That's great. That is great. Um, so I think that uh, I think that it's it's needless to say if you have listened to me speak on a stage or you've listened to my podcast, I'm a big proponent of be before you can do, do before you can have, and if you guys. Are, if you're just kind of realizing, oh, wow, there's something to this, just rewind and listen to how many times she said being. Listen to how many times she says becoming in her language, her daily language, because she's becoming someone who can do something. So I think that that is, is just really important to identify that that language because she's focusing on being someone of value so she can do something of value. And then, like I said, guys, then you just have something of value. B plus do equals have. You don't have to worry about the equals part because it just happens. It's a byproduct. Um, let's see, letting go of what you thought life should look like. I thought that that when we were kind of doing our pre-interview, that was something that really stuck out to me. And I'm 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 sorry, mom, I'm gonna put you on blast for a second. I've been working with my mom on this. But every holiday season, she does this thing, and I think everyone does this, and a lot of people do it on a big scale, small scale, daily scale, um, but specifically during the holidays, she will be like, oh, I'm going to cook this nice meal, and everyone's going to just, they're, they're going to sit at the table, and no one's going to fight, and no one's going to this, and it's this picture she paints in her mind, and right when things, uh, say me and my brother have a disagreement, or my dad is uh, not wanting to help peel potatoes or something, her her picture of what she thought that life should be and look like starts unraveling. So it starts making her feel a different way. And she has worked very hard in, and just so you know, my mom in her sixties has changed so much through personal development. If you think that it's too late for you to start, just remember that Colonel Sanders started KFC at 71. So if, if, if you're in your 60s, just just know that you can still start. It's okay. If you're in your 70s, you can still start. Um, I read a book yesterday um, by Jack Canfield, and he had a story in there of the oldest guy to get his associate's degree was 99 years old. You can start whenever you want, mm-hmm. and I think that that is is important. Um, but letting go of what you thought life should look like, and you, you talked about, hey, I had the car, I had the kids, I was an empty nester, and I realized. A kid, only one. Kid, kid. <laughs> just one. <laughs> Cars and kids usually just get yeah, plural they, for they me. they usually get plural. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but so how did you start realizing that, that you can really paint whatever picture, that your mind is a paintbrush and not a camera? How did you come to that realization?
1: Well, that's an extraordinary question. I knew that at the age of five. Oh, wow. I knew that the world that I lived in was not the world that I would live in.
0: That's, let's, let's just reflect. I love, I love that word on this. That's, that's going in, in my utility belt. But Auto-reflection. <laughs> yeah, she said, she said, the world that I lived in is not the world that I was going to live in. That's, that's a it. That's powerful, guys. That's powerful. You can change your stars. Um, so yeah, let's expand and unpack that a little bit. So for me, it's growing up in extreme
1: circumstances. Mm. To me, when I was in, in second grade, I remember my teacher coming up to me and back then, I know you had plastic school supply boxes by the time Mm -hmm. you went to school. We had these cardboard school supply boxes just like it was sitting right here. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, my teacher walks up to me and says, Rocio, are you colorblind? And I said, why would you ask that? Mm. The assistant's looking over me, teacher's looking over me. And I took a look and I I opened up this cardboard school supply box. She goes, why do you color your dogs purple? Because she likes the final percent. Because I like the final percent. (laughs) I not only like it, I love it. I eat it for breakfast. Shameless promotion. Shameless promotion. I love it. Unstoppable promotion. (laughs) So I open up that school supply box and I said, that's the only color I have.
0: Oh, that's awesome. What they
1: didn't know, that I was a Picasso, yeah. resourceful beyond measure. Yeah. I could have chosen not to play the game. I could have taken myself out of the game and not done anything. Guess what? I exhausted my opportunities with my pencil. That's I so colored awesome. as much as I could in different grade scales <laughs> in there, different gradients, oh. and all of a sudden I had one color. And guess what? There was a moment in my life, here's a funny story about that, you remember when I was invited to moderate at Stanford University? That was always my dream to go oh, that's so cool. to that an extraordinary so cool. Ivy League school in life. And all of a sudden, I'm driving down the road in Denver. I get the call from Stanford, and everything was worth it because oh yeah, the world
0: that I lived in was no longer that world. Oh come on, guys! If you're not if you're not just filled with joy and happiness from that story. That's, that's incredible. Um, So let's, uh, let's see. Um, You have a team of, uh, you have a team of consultants that helps you get things done. um, And I'm sure that team is only expanding. And uh, um, do you do, what what are some of the other events and uh, things that you guys are preparing for, getting ready for? I just saw you were uh, emceeing the Africa Energy Council yes, or something. Yes, that's so cool. Energy Africa Conference. Yeah. I am seeing it. I actually
1: received an award at that conference. Come on, as guys. Well. That is so cool. So much that is fun. so
0: cool. So
1: one of the things that we're working on right now is the next books.
0: Awesome. Okay.
1: I have two books that are coming up. One of them is on my life. Oh, that's. It's titled good. Unapologetic. I good. have nothing to apologize for. My life has been my life. I've learned yep. lessons. I moved along the way. And guess what? You know, yes. I remember the first time that I was in front of an extraordinary individual in Cherry Hills. (laughs) And they asked me, well, you're not supposed to be here. Mm. Of course, I was 30 years old. And they're wondering that I'm not supposed to be there. And at at the end of the day, I'm supposed to be where I I want to be.
0: Exactly right. And I
1: belong everywhere. Not because life looks like. When people ask, 33 empty nester, you're not supposed to be here. Exactly. What does that look like? I have nothing to apologize for and I own it all. I'm okay with it And because of that I became who I am Mm. and
0: able to Move people did you hear she just said became who she is I'm telling you she (laughs) leaders think like this They're always becoming something because if you become more you can do more I'm gonna hammer that into your guys head and she just naturally talks to herself that way So I mean I'm telling you, that is one of the secret sauce always don't when you're at a job never ask yourself What am I getting from this job? How much am I making at this job? Ask yourself, who am I becoming at this job? Who am I becoming in this moment? Who am I becoming with this person? And she, naturally, that's who she is. And I'm telling you, and that's how she talks to herself. That's part of her language of life. So adopt that. And that's why I'm just really trying to put a pin in those things because I think it's so important on development because development is literally becoming. So just... Keep that, keep that in mind, guys, because she's becoming more. And I mean, I, I think you're just getting started. I'm, I'm just getting started. <laughs> I am just getting started. I have another book on transformation,
1: mm. and that's Blank Slate. And that's Designing Your Life and Your
0: Destiny. That's great. Because
1: we get to choose. I get to choose, just like I chose to become. Most Every, every single one of us can make that choice. Mm. And it's a moment, like this moment. This is how a friend explained it to me. It's this moment, and this moment, and this moment. Mm -hmm. When we think about life in that moment, it's not the mistake that I made three weeks ago or 10 years ago. This moment is a new moment.
0: Mm -hmm. It absolutely is.
1: And when we, I love the fact that you're talking about how she talks to herself, how Mm -hmm. I speak with myself, Mm -hmm. because it is self talk, Mm -hmm. right? We get all we get all this (laughs) auto leadership see you're you've got you're picking up this book i think i'm going to take you to promote there hey i I, I will i will extraordinary promoter (laughs) one of the things that i've learned in life is that we're always having conversations absolutely no matter what we think that the person who's crazy is the one walking down the street talking with themselves well guess what we're the ones talking with ourselves too the only difference is that language is external our language is internal our communication is internal we have anywhere from 50 to seventy thousand thoughts 50,000 thoughts to 70,000 thoughts a day. Mm. In this moment, we've had anywhere from 35 to 48 thoughts per minute Mm. as we've been sitting here. And those thoughts depend on what it is that we put into Just like this cup. If we put negative thoughts into this cup, negative thoughts are going to come out. Mm -hmm. Nothing positive is going to come out of that.
0: Exactly Unless we
1: put in positivity into it. And that's the... That is the intentionality about everything. We must be intentional. I speak with my grandson. Mm, okay. That same way.
0: That's so great.
1: And I share with him, I'm like, Emilio, you've got this. And he'll be chanting with me. Who's mm. got it, Emilio? I got it. You got it? I got it. I got it. I can do this. <laughs> I can do it. you got this, Emilio, right? And that's the beauty of it because I know who he will become. Mm, Not
0: become. only
1: who he will become, I will see that. Yes. Because I help design that
0: I, I'm just saying guys I mean this is this is obviously someone who is making an impact in not just Colorado I, I love people when they say and it all, all starts with one person and it can start with her grandson it started with herself and like I said at the graduation speech I let everyone know hey guys you're all sitting in these seats because of a decision that I made um, you're one decision away from drastically changing who you can and will become. Um, but I love people who respond with, when I say, okay, so where's your brand going? What are you going to do? And she said, well, global impact. And it, w- it wasn't like, I hope. It wasn't, oh, this is, is kind of what I'm h- trying for. This No, that's, that's where I'm going. That's what I'm doing. And, and notice that was five years. Hey, in five years, what are you looking for? I'm looking for global impact. That's the kind of dreams that you should have. Remember, you're not going to get out of this world alive. And it's like, I think it was Picasso or Da Vinci who said, he said, you know, I'd rather set my goals way too high and not achieve them than always so low that I can achieve them. So, you know what, check this out. Let's say that it only, it it takes her a little long, It it takes her seven years to change the world. She still changed the world. Doesn't matter, it didn't happen in that time frame. But the fact is, is she has that goal that is stretching her and she's going to be able to stretch other people to support and believe in themselves to adopt a similar goal. So I think that that is important to, if you have that inside of you, you have to let your gift. Another thing that she just said is, is this idea of a gift. A gift is not meant for you. If you have a gift, it is meant for the world. It is meant for you to give it out you are so so if she's good at speaking if she's good at transforming if she's good at leadership that's not just for her to change her herself and she realizes that she's going out and changing the world through leadership through her story through development through things that she has a gift and she's giving them out so i think that it's important to always be manifesting your gift and i think it's great that that's what you are bringing to the table, how you're talking to yourself, and then other people, specifically your grandson, here's how you talk to yourself. And check this out. This is, that's why he's going to talk to himself in that same way. I got it. I got it. I got, Who's got it? I got it. You know what I mean? Say, being able, I can do this. Being able to say that. And when I remember going through a sales seminar and uh, they were kind of fallen all over themselves and they asked me they said Greg why are you so much better at selling this than I am and I said because I'm not going to say anything I don't believe belief is the most important sales tactic so therefore if you ask yourself who is the best salesman that I know or saleswoman that I know and it's yourself it's whatever you believe is what you're gonna manifest so if you believe you can't do it I always say the universe says yes the unit Oh, I'm not gonna be able to do that. The universe, yeah, you're not gonna be able to do that. Oh, I'm gonna be able to do that. Yeah, you can do that. The universe always says yes, you just have to believe whatever you're saying. And I love the, I'm, I'm definitely gonna steal that, I will definitely give you credit, but if you put negative stuff inside your cup, when you pour stuff out of your cup, you're not going to get anything positive it's negative stuff you know what i mean so uh, i think we need to be intentional with what we put in our eyes in our in our brain in our ears and the people that we surround ourselves with uh, everyone's heard that you're a product of the five people that you spend the most time with but most people say that that's from an income standpoint. Well, it's from an everything standpoint. Oh it's my. how much do you drink? It's how do you spend your money? It's uh, the language that you use. How, how much profanity do you use? Um, uh, do you go to church? Do you not go to church? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's just y- you are a product in so many more ways than just financially than the five people in your life.
1: Most definitely. And one of the most key important things that we're always in the process of becoming. Mm-hmm who I must be to lead this global company, I'm not there yet. Yeah, And I'm getting there, right? Exactly I'm right. always getting there because yeah. I haven't been there. Yeah. The, the fact that a lot of people walk into situations or businesses and think that, yes, mm. this is where I'm at, Yeah. and I'm, I'm going to run this company, extraordinary. Yeah. And what's missing is the fact that you must still develop yourself. do this because you've never done it exactly right so we're always from the moment that we were born to the moment that we die we're Mm -hmm. continuously
0: evolving and the
1: day that we stop, we're dead
0: yeah exactly exactly right so um i think i i think if you're watching this i mean you just got a lot to unpack um and uh again i'm going to try this one more time guys seven steps to unstoppablebook.com Um, I really invite and encourage you guys to go there. Um, She's a tremendous, and I'll tell you, every time that I've gotten the pleasure to sit with her, it's been a new conversation, a thought-provoking conversation. A lot of times when you get these quote-unquote influencers, everyone knows how I feel about influencers, they say the same stuff all the time. And I even asked her, I said, are there any trigger points that you want me to say that will trigger a story so that you can you can go down whatever your shtick is. And she said, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. like I, I, that, that means, hey, again, I'm an open book. And uh, the book's called Unstoppable, by the way. Um, but those kind of people, I love always having a new conversation with the same person because that means they filled their cup up with a lot of positive things, thought-provoking things, th- change agents, catalysts and things that spark new ideas. I always say, what kind of relationships are you getting into? Are you in a, a relationship where it's with a toxic person and one plus one equals 0.5? Are you in a relationship where it's addition, one plus one is two? Or are you in some sort of weird, magical uh, exponential relationship where one you just remove this thing and you have another one and it becomes 11 somehow you know and so that's those are the kind of relationship you want you want multiplication you want that exponential part of life when you find people like that hang on to them because they're going to be thought-provoking so Go check this person out because she is going to change the world. She's already actively changing the world. Her foundation is incredible. And uh, I, I she's definitely going to be a reoccurring guest, especially since, I mean, I've gotten a lot of value out of this. If you guys haven't, just, you know, start it over because I guarantee you it's in there. Um, and uh, Friday, the membership site goes live. The membership site goes live. What is the, what is, so what is the membership uh, look like is it a monthly thing? Is it a yearly thing? It is a monthly thing. tiered.
1: It is tiered. In okay. Different. So what's levels the of access?
0: lowest lowest cost uh, of entry? What are we looking at? Just so for all the people out there, who are like, oh, there's no way I could afford someone that awesome. <laughs> That's extraordinary. It's actually nine dollars. Nine dollars.
1: Nine dollars. for the lo- This is this is where the global impact comes, right? Yeah. This is the ability to be able to help individuals who want to help
0: themselves. Exactly. Because
1: you must want to help yourself.
0: Exactly nine bucks to change your life i think that is a pretty good deal um go engage have that conversation and uh, we'll have her uh on multiple times just because i think this is going to be a really fun reoccurring relationship yes. on the final percent because i again i've gotten so much value out of it i mean i i average about six books a week so i mean i'm plowing through books i love learning i, I and i own a music school and I don't listen to music in my car. I only listen to audiobooks. When I'm When I'm golfing, I'm walking the course, and I have my earbuds in. When I'm working out, I have my earbuds in. I mean, I go through about four hours on 1.5 to 2x every single day, four hours. So that's almost eight hours of information every day that I'm in there. And so there's a lot of things that I've heard before. I will say that this has been very refreshing because there's a lot of things that you bring to the table that I have not heard before, and that's why I think the world needs you.
1: Wonderful. Well, you're an extraordinary
0: individual. I'm so happy
1: to know you and to be part of your life here.
0: Well, we're going to make the final percent unstoppable with this person by our side. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and she will be back. I promise. (laughs)